If you're new to being a Christian or if you're new to reading your Bible, you may have realized that there are so many different translations. There's NIV, KJV, NKJV, New Revised Standard Version, ESV. Um, there's so many. But the question is, which one should you read? In today's video, we are going to compare the English Standard Version or ESV with the popular New International Version or NIV. All right, let's get to it. So I've got a little slideshow for you, and we're going to actually just go through uh, the background of the ESV and the NIV and then see some of the actual textual differences. So the English Standard Version is a translation of the Bible into contemporary English. So um, it's supposed to be more like words we would use in the 20th, 21st century. It was published in 2001 by Crossway um, with a translation by over 100 scholars. But this is actually a literal or word for word translation. Um, some might call it, um, oh, I forget the term um, off the top of my head, but I'll think of it later. But it, it is definitely more on the literal or word for word uh, spectrum. If you remember from my other video, the other end of the spectrum is thought for thought. So um, if you want a more literal translation, this is it. And it renders literally what is in the original with regard to gender language. And what that means is, is that if there's something in the original text that is supposed to be a masculine word, it is in translated into English as a masculine word. They did not uh, neutralize the gender to be more inclusive. All right. So this is as opposed to the New International Version or NIV, which is also a translation into contemporary English, but it was originally published in 1978. Subsequent versions were published in 1984. There was a minor update in 2005, or some would consider a minor update. And then uh, there was another update in 2011. This is called dynamic equivalence um, or thought for thought translation. So this is the other end of the spectrum. And it is most associated with evangelical denominations. Now, what happened in the 2000s was there was some gender inclusive language. So um, things that should have said he maybe said they or he or she or things like that. So um, a lot of, we'll get to that slide in a second, but um, we'll get that slide a little later. But some, many denominations took um, issue with that. So they just stopped using the NIV. But let's look at some actual textual differences. So this is Matthew 6, 14. This is right after the Lord's prayer. And so in the ESV, it says this, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Now, if you're 10 years old, you may not understand what trespasses are. I did not when I was 10. Um, so in that case, the NIV might have been a little bit better, in which case it reads, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. So if we put the two texts side by side, we know that trespasses means sins, okay? But if you only had the ESV 
to work off of, you may or may not have understood that trespasses is another word for sin. And if you were reading the King James Version, <laughs> the word would have said debt and debtors. Um, again, when I was a kid, didn't understand that. So an NIV would have been a little bit help more helpful for when I was a child, but um, just for comprehension. Uh, but if you, if English isn't your first language, or if your reading comprehension isn't there, like you, not your reading comprehension, but you know that the person reading it is reading at a lower level, like they are a child um, or even a teenager, depending on the teenager, then you may want to lean towards the, the new international version rather than the English standard version. But the English standard version is still a great learning opportunity. So don't shy away from it just because um, just because the translation might be a little harder to understand. So let's go to the next textual difference, which is Jeremiah 29, 11, which is a very common passage to cite. And the ESV says it this way, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. The NIV reads this way, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. So they're very, very similar passages, but um, in the ESV, it says plans for welfare, um, but in NIV, it says plans to prosper you. Some people have read the NIV version, seen the word prosper, and assume that means material wealth. But when we read Jeremiah 29, 11 in more context, we know that this is uh, Jeremiah speaking the words of the Lord to the Jews who are in exile. So when the Lord says to prosper you or your plans for welfare. He's not necessarily talking about material wealth there, but um, if someone only took that NIV version with the word prosper and only looked at that verse, they may not understand completely what it's about. But if you look at the ESV and you see that the word says welfare, then that makes it a little bit more clear as to what's going on in context. All right, so the next passage we're going to look at is Psalm 23, 1 and 2. The ESV reads this way. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. The New International Version says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. So here I think it, the difference is more of a personal preference. I shall not want versus I lack nothing. I think that using the phrase I lack nothing um, is more powerful, but I shall not want is more true to the literal translation. And then finally, John 1, 1. ESV says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The NIV says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So pretty simple. So it's not always a text. There's not always a textual difference between the ESV and the NIV. It really just depends on what verses and passages that you're reading um, on that given day. What I would encourage you to do is regardless of which translation of this Bible you have, always check another version or another translation 
um, when you were doing your quiet time in your personal study. Even when, even if you're in seminary like me and you do academic study, just make sure that you're checking with other versions so that you can get a fuller understanding of what's going on. All right. So controversies. Oh, that S is hanging off the end there. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so like I said, the Southern Baptist Convention rejected the 2011 edition because there was too much gender neutral language, despite being less than the 2005 version. And then they called for Lifeway stores to remove the new international version from their bookstores um, to, you know, but the, but Lifeway refused, but Lifeway is a Southern Baptist publishing company. So the SBC basically said, hey, there's too much gender inclusive language or gender neutral language. We want you to take the NIV off the shelves. And Lifeway said no. And then um, and again, this issue of gender neutral language is when the original text calls for masculine words. So um, there's lots of blog posts and probably lots of videos where you could see the differences in that between the NIV and the ESV. So if that's a concern for you, then um, then stick with the English Standard Version um, to avoid the controversies in and of itself. If you're considering a Bible to preach from, then you may want to use the English Standard Version and supplement with the NIV or supplement with the New, Li New Living Translation, the NLT. That actually might be a little bit better because it doesn't have the controversy around the gender neutral language. So which is better, the ESV or the NIV? Well, it really depends. It depends on your theology. It depends on your preference for gender neutral language. And it also depends on um, whether this is for academic study, personal study, whether this is a gift for someone else. Because as I've said in other videos, you have to take into account um, your your preferences, the the gift recipient's preferences, and what you're going to be using this Bible for. So if you're using this in the more academic sense, go with the ESV. If you're using this for personal study and you want something easier to understand, go with the NIV. If you want something that's free of controversy, go with the ESV. In the end, though, um, which translation you choose is up to you because we have we are so blessed to have so many different resources um, to see the Bible in various translations, um, whether you're using the YouVersion app or Bible Hub or Bible.com or Bible Gateway, whatever. Um, just I would consult two or three other translations in your attempt to understand and contextualize um, your quiet time in your studies with God. So that is all I have for you today. Again, my name is Wendy and this is Bible and the Geek. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, like this video, and share it with your friends and family because sharing is caring, at least in this sense of the word. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, take care. God bless.